Live from Animated Studio 6A in the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas, it's The Damn Tonight Show, featuring rising star, Austin rapper, Easy Boy, and the award-winning Spanish sensation, Diego the Bull, from Bull y Los Buffalos. Now, here's your host, Colin McDonald. Hello, welcome to Daily House Music. My name is Colin McDonald, this is The Damn Tonight Show. Now, 2019 was a remarkable year for Austin music, and here's what happened as fast as possible. South by Southwest did not coincide with UT Spring Break and unfortunately ended with 24 hours of gun violence. And an infamous 10 days of the same struck the Red River Cultural District, prompting a Safer Venues Festival. But one venue in the RRCD wasn't safe from the drama as Beerland closed, followed by Far Out Lounge opening, Hard Luck Lounge closed, BMI opened, Old Tarf Music Lab closed, The Spider House ends live music in favor of arcade games, Empire bought the land, the club stands on, Waterloo Records building was bought by Endeavor, ACL Live and that whole block was purchased by the Opry, and Ryan Garrett brought us full circle when he took over the lease for Beerland, but dropped the bomb of live music only being on the weekends. Which brings us to the hit soap operas this year. Preceding the closure of Beerland, we got to witness a social media reality show debacle that was real world Beerland when the staff stops getting paid and things got real. But not as real as the saga behind Beerland with Crack Alley or the general sad story of Austin's battle with homelessness. And the city saw its fair share of music news with the state failing to pass the Texas Music Incubator Program at the start of the year to approving hot funds for commercial music to prop B causing a stir, but ultimately being defeated in a low turnout election. The Creative Space Acquisition Fund was approved as well, marking the first city money available for for-profit music venues. And other news the Austin Public Library launched Electric Ladybird, their music streaming platform for Austin-only artists. The Black Pumas got nominated for a Grammy, while DJ Heliella got booted from the domain for the type of crowd, showing that Austin is still very much Austin. Rachel Raskow took over the scene column of the Chronicle. Chad Switeke started Noises and Signals. And finally, Gary Clark Jr. made us all proud by appearing on The Voice. Ah, role models. Which brings us to our featured story, Free Week. Who do you think this is benefiting? This is designed to help bar sales. Once again, musicians are being used as marketing fodder. It's time for us to change the narrative, and I'm not talking about striking or even saying Free Week is altogether bad. It's just mostly bad. Why are we still relying on venues as much as we are? And further than that, why are we still relying on alcohol and alcohol sales? So my challenge to you, Austin Music Community, is to do what the RRCD did and do what so many others do on your behalf every week and every year. Get your own sponsors for your events. Start making the calls. You will hear no a lot more than yes, but that first yes will come. It's time to start throwing your own events, getting your own money, and start winning. Let's make Free Week and its hotter sister, Hot Summer Nights, obsolete by using that same model every show. Get your own sponsors. Let's start finding our own money in town. Or, you know, be like a tree and tour. We'll be right back with Easy Boy after this short message. Have you been the victim of a pay-to-play scheme? Or are you playing for free on Free Week? That's a damn shame. And you should call or text the Damn Shame Hotline to help end these deceitful practices. If you or a loved one has experienced any of these symptoms, please call 512-967-3386 now. Because that's a damn shame. Let's end this together. Hello and welcome back to Daily Austin Music. I'm here with Easy Boy. One of the hottest up-and-coming rappers in Austin. So, you know, tell me, how, how did you get the name Easy Boy? How I get that name, I used to freestyle a lot in a high school, in a middle school. And, you know, one, of the, one, one day somebody told me, man, you make that look easy. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to run with that. So <laughs> uh, my first tape I dropped was 2010 called Clown Season, but I was just freestyling, playing around with it, having fun. Like in 2018, I kind of started myself all over, like push a reset button, yeah, yeah. and I, I turned myself into a boss. And uh, 2018, I dropped my first album called TYN. And I've been doing it, you know, out of my own record company, out of my own production and everything. 
And I just dropped my last, like my latest album in November, uh, Griffin. So yeah, tell me more about the Griffin record. This thing looks like it's really set to take off. Griffin, the album inspired me so much, man, because one, it's dedicated to my son, and two, my son is co-produced on the whole album. <laughs> yes, man. I had, um, so how I came about it, man, I was just riding. I, I had that, I had a show in Bryan, and I was just riding. I was like, man, I got so much good music. I need the, I need the fans to hear this. So I basically just dropped it out the blue. But I dropped it on the right exact date was November 23rd, which is my son's birthday. And he just turned five years old. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was doing a good promotion for that, man. And um, people love the intro. Like, the intro, man, it's really telling my story, like, from where I started to where we are now, cause like in the past two years, man, a lot has changed for me, man. I mean, I've been traveling, I've been on the road, I've been meeting new people. I was an official South by Southwest artist this year, man. And 2020, man, they just don't know what's coming up, Jack. <laughs> and um, I'm just, I'm put, I'm basically rolling the dice on myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm betting, I'm betting everything on myself. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm gambling with my own. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I didn't took a couple losses. I ain't took. I I heard no a hundred times. That's exactly right. Now talk to me a little bit about deciding to take it seriously and treating this like a business, as well as you know just getting out of Austin. I didn't. Like I said, I've been rapping in Austin. I didn't did every club here and everything else. It was just like, man, it's time for me. To, I want to see what my music do outside, not just sitting on the internet and just you know what I'm saying. Posting it, bro. Like I want to touch my fans. I want to see my fans. I want to shake hands. Like, <laughs> dude, it was so crazy, dude. Like, when I was on my, when I was on the plane on my way to LA for the BT Awards, me and my brother Dot, we in Denver, bro. I, I shit you not. <laughs> These little kids walked up. Easy boy, you know what time? Uh, little little white kids, like bro, I got the picture and everything. You know what time it is? Oh my god, man, our plane just delayed. I'm so glad I got to meet you. Can we take a picture? Can we? I was like, dude, I never been here before. You know what I'm saying? Like I never been here before. Like dude, these little kids just walked up on me. It was like, <laughs> man, I know you. Can we get a picture? Sign? Like, yeah, hey, man, we go, we on our way to a basketball tournament. I'm like, for real. Like one time, bro, I didn't even know I was my own street team. I used to go all around Austin and post my posters up. So this was this is a crazy story. My mama drives my mama drives for the buses, right? Mm -hmm. My mama drive the bus. She literally, this is when she called me and told me, she she literally stopped the bus, got out to go to the pole and seen that. She like, that's my son. <laughs> she said, that's my son on the pole. Like, bro, I was, she called me. She was just, I, man, I told everybody at my job, my son is on. Yeah, he right there, whatever then. So it's just like, things like that just make me proud, man. That I've been working hard, but I just, like I said, bro, it's always, you always tell your, it's always like, man, I need this. I need, I need, I need 10 people to work with you, but you don't know it's in you. You got 10 people in you. Yeah. You just got a lot of hustle in you. You just got to get out there and go get it, man. Like, how you doing with this right here, man? You have to work harder you than 10 people because you're the only one that cares enough about your art in the beginning. Man, Easy Boy, thank you so much for being here. Be sure to check out the record Griffin wherever you stream music. We will be right back with Austin Music History right after this short message. Make sure you grab your tickets and mark your calendars for the Austin Hip Hop Awards January 4th. The Austin hip hop scene is undoubtedly on the rise and you can be there to see the next big artists. Head over to austinhiphopawards.com to get your tickets and come hang out with me until 3 a.m. Wait, what? Seriously? I'm gonna need a nap. Y'all got like cots or a couch? Welcome back as it's time for Austin Music History. 
Now, the slogan, Live Music Capital of the World, became official on August 29th, 1991, after the Austin Music Commission, formed just three years earlier, looked into the data regarding a suggestion by Lillian Stanfield. They discovered that Austin had more music venues per capita than anywhere in the world, and man, have things changed since 91. We're coming up on 2 million people now, and how many venues? How many bands? We have even been challenged a few times, but nothing has ever really stuck. Austin is many things, but one thing will remain the same as it was in the 90s and every time before and every time since. The tension between old Austin and future Austin. Let's not forget right now, Austin. This is still the best city in the world at the best time to be alive and making music in history. We'll be right back with Bull from Bull Elos Buffaloes. Hello and welcome back to Daily Austin Music. I'm here with Bull from Bull Elos Buffaloes. And man, just for the people that aren't familiar with you, kind of give me a rundown on uh, uh, who you are and, and what you do. Well, hello. My, my name is Diego, but everybody called me the bull because I'm a big man. I'm 6'6", six, six, um, like two meters in, in, in Europe. So I go by bull because I'm big and I'm very, very stubborn. So I was born in a small town, a mountain town in Asturias, northern Spain. And I always felt very, very attracted to American rock and roll music. So I decided to move to United States. So in this, in this case, in 2011, I picked LA, thinking that LA was LA, but LA wasn't LA anymore. <laughs> so I was there like three months because I came with my tourist visa that only allow you to stay in the in the country three months. And I have to go to, I had to move to Mexico City to, to create a bigger resume and in trying to come back to get the the artist visa. So when I, I went to Mexico with 2,000 euros, my guitar and a suitcase and not even one friend. So it was a wild, wild time. But uh, fortunately, it was a very good time for me. I really like Mexico. It treated me very well. I did 72 gigs, festivals, uh, TV. So I was three years touring. When I get a bigger resume, I came back to the United States, this time to Austin, because this time Austin is and was a hot place for musicians. So I decided to move to Austin and uh, fighting for the visa that cost me another six months and pay a lot of money to the lawyers, all the money that I made in Mexico. So finally, I get the artist visa in 2015 and I start working here as a as a, as a musician. And uh, it's been a very wild, good, bad, tough, and happy travel. So what kind of rock and roll bands were you listening to in Spain at that time? When I, when I was a kid, um, the first real rock and roll album that I heard was a Little Richard, a greatest hit. So, you know, like, like good God, Miss Molly. So he was wild. And, and then Jerry Lewis and obviously Elvis Presley and Eddie Cochran, Jim B. I talk about them all this. So at the beginning, I was very, very excited about the 50s. For me, it was a new music, and, <laughs> and I didn't realize that 40 years old, uh, 40 years old music. So the, the very beginning was the, the 50s, the, the oldies, like Eddie Cochran, Jim Vincent, all these people. So it was the, the, then I started listening to the 70s, 60s, and, but definitely the 50s was the music that, I, that it catched me very, very hard. Now, Bull, you've had to go through so much just to be here and to play music. I mean, talk to me a little bit about that that drive and the appreciation you have for Austin and, and just the music scene in general. Well, I'm glad you asked me that because it was a very, very long trip. And in Spain, it's a beautiful and nice country. We don't have 
the live uh, music scene that we have in Austin or, or, or on, on any city in the United States. So I, I don't say that it's easy to play here. It, it is difficult. But man, uh, when I came here and I saw there are 300 bands playing every night and we have like a, more than 100 venues for live music, any type of music, and uh, um, Ham is helping you with the health students and many things there. I was impressed, and, and and the respect that the people have for us, for the musicians, and how they treat us here, as a real professionals and as a as an artist, I really appreciate that. But it surprised me that ninety five percent of the music musicians that I met here, they were complain about it. So, man, I suggest you go into another country and you realize. I'm, I'm not talking about touring because I'm talking about living and start from zero. And uh, and then you realize how many good things we have here, and and you will appreciate more the things that are happening because um, for me I have a, every three years I need to renew my my artist visa, so the government is checking everything that I do, so I need to be playing and active and doing big things, not just small things, not just but it's not a small things playing. Don't get me wrong. Everything is big in music, but uh, I have to I have to do things that uh, that the government because the visa that I ha that I had they call it doesn't mean that I am, but they call it extraordinary abilities in music. So I have to prove that for the government that I'm extraordinary. Doesn't mean that I am, but, <laughs> but uh, I have to prove that I'm doing extraordinary things to keep living in this country. So that that pushes you very, very, very hard. So what can we look forward to from Bull Elos Buffaloes in 2020? I'm working, I'm working in new songs, English and Spanish. Maybe for summer I can launch an EP. Okay. I think you need to be active all the time, not like crazy doing things for doing, but uh, with a purpose and, uh, and with your heart, of course. With your brain too, but um, it, um, you need to be doing things, doing things, doing things, and the always that is playing all the time, it doesn't work anymore. And in fact, I think it's a mistake if you're able to play it. And then I'm, I'm, I think every every day I think in new strategies uh, that keep me in the business and it keep me happy playing and doing what I what I love that is playing rock and roll doing what you love and what you're really good at man bull thank you so much for being here we're going to have you back on the show real soon be sure to check out bull elos buffaloes everywhere you can they're going to be playing nam in january we'll be right back with the top 5 moments to look forward to in 2020 right after this Kids in a New Groove's mission is to provide Central Texas children living in foster care with a committed one-on-one -on -one mentoring relationship through free weekly private music instruction. Since 2009, King has empowered over 700 youth with music mentorship. Children in foster care are a highly vulnerable and underserved population. Having undergone emotional, sexual, or physical abuse, the children's lives are traumatic before they even enter foster care. King's Music Mentors and their students build a lasting relationship with support, which helps the students succeed academically, emotionally, and socially. King equips youth in care and concrete tools to show the world and, more importantly, the youth themselves that what they can accomplish with passion and dedication. They need your help to continue making an impact. Kids in a New Groove seeks volunteers, music mentors to provide weekly music lessons and mentorship to youth and foster care. For volunteer opportunities and more, visit kidsinanewgroove.org. Welcome back to Daily Austin Music. For today's top five list, we'll be counting down the top five things to look forward to in 2020. Number five, musicians will start talking about affordability issues right after Free Week. Number four, 
there will be talk of various strikes. Number three, we will remember that we forgot there was a musician's union. Number two, we will remember to forget we remembered there was a union. And finally, the number one thing to look forward to in 2020 is very little, if anything, will change. And that, my fellow musicians, is a good thing. Because I'll say it again, this is the best city in the world at the best time in the history of the world. So do more, better, faster. I'll see you tomorrow at 7 a.m. for the Damn Today Show. Thanks for watching.